0: Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time
2: to play. Full-time fantasy. Play. Full-time play. fantasy.
3: All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. A lot to talk about today. Talk a little football, talk a little baseball. My Tout Wars draft has just started. Mish and I are in the same league. The Tout Wars draft and hold league. I am pick 10. And uh, what's, uh, I think Mish is like 13 or something like that. I'll have to see. I'll have to check it out. But uh, I want to start talking today about the NBA All-Star Weekend. I guess there's a lot of good. But I think there were some bad too. I think there were some bad too. So, firstly, everybody likes the All Star weekend. My son loves it, right? The skills challenge, three pointer. But can we agree that the dunk, the slam dunk challenge was a mess? Can we just agree on that? So, I don't understand this. Can somebody explain this to me? You have first round of dunks. And then the final guys get into the, the two guys get into the final dunks, but what about all the dunks that you did before that? Why do you get no credit? Why can't you just get like each guy gets five dunks? We add it all up. Best out of two hundred and fifty points wins. This is not hard. Oh, you got first round, third round. I mean, if I'm Aaron Gordon, I'm annoyed. I I totally out dunked my competition, and then. They didn't like my Duncan because they couldn't add. They were trying to come up with some hocus pocus there at the end where they were trying to come up, manufacture a tie until they figured out somebody couldn't add. Somebody couldn't do arithmetic. It's 1 through 10. This is not hard. And then if you're Aaron Gordon, you're like, yeah, I don't want to do this ever again. Can you blame him? I can't blame him. I wouldn't want to be in it again. It feels fixed. It feels fixed. I'll tell you what else felt fixed. Maybe I'm wrong. Just throwing it out there. Maybe you didn't feel the same way. The East, or Team Giannis, whatever we want to call it, was up by nine points going into the last quarter, the Kobe quarter, if you will. Now, we know in All-Star games, people just score amok. They couldn't score for the life of them. And, of course, LeBron's team wins. I don't know. If you want a LeBron's team to win... I don't know. I just thought it was sketchy. just felt sketchy to me. We're trying to have LeBron have the last shot. Does it matter? We're all respecting Kobe. We all miss Kobe. Does it matter who wins? I mean, Team Giannis didn't have one guy out there who could shoot the ball. Not one. How many All-Stars does it take to score? About 27 because none of them could put the ball in the hoop. I've never seen anything like it in my life. The fourth quarter should have lasted three minutes and went like 40. My son didn't want to go to bed till the end of the game. It was almost midnight. I'm like, seriously? They score 187 points in these games, and they can't. I don't like manufacturing results. It's not fun to me. I didn't didn't get any enjoyment out of that. Let the best team win. I don't care who wins. I honestly, I don't care who wins. I did not wake up yesterday morning going, "Ooh, I hope Team LeBron beats Team Giannis." I don't care. I just want the game to. I just want to be a good game. Look, you know what it felt like to me? It really felt like WWE. It was scripted. The whole weekend was scripted. It loses something in translation. Now, maybe I'm the only person who felt that way. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm I'm in the minority here, but. I mean, shouldn't the people who earned it win? Shouldn't Aaron Gordon win? Deserved it. Certainly deserved it. And I don't know. I mean, look, and all that money that didn't go to If you're going to have it a tie, give both charities $200,000. All these kids are screaming there. They want their charities to win. I I don't know. I just felt like, you know, if you're just going to give it to LeBron's charity, just give it to LeBron's charity then. We don't even need to have multiple charities. Just all give it to LeBron and let him decide what to do. Or how about at the end of the game? I mean, seriously, this is how you know this this game was crooked. LeBron passes the ball to James Harden. If you remember the game, if you watched it, Harden was open. Harden hasn't passed up a shot open or, 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 or covered in the last 10 years. He passed it out back. Oh, my God. Seriously. I mean, Harden was the most open. he He didn't have a guy near him, and he ended up passing it out. Well, obviously, because you wanted LeBron to win. Or did you want Anthony Davis to win? Because he was from Chicago. Does it really matter? Put the ball in the hoop, dude. Right? We don't need to manufacture it. Just win. Hit the shot, Harden. Be done. Game over. It's not hard. All right, so they're, they're, I'm just I'm, I'm a little surly about that. I just didn't I I just didn't enjoy it. I thought I would. I enjoy more when they have crazy dunks. And then where was Trey Young? Why didn't they bring in anybody else? Why could they bring in anybody else who could shoot the ball? I'm sitting there going, where's Trey Young? Where's Luka Doncic? Where's anybody who could shoot? I mean seriously. I mean, and here's what I did notice. First of all, Giannis is one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen. I mean, he's, he got that ball that LeBron shot on the, on the backboard and held it there. Unreal. One of the most athletic things I've ever seen in my life. But we did notice something, though. When they started to play tight defense on Giannis at the end of the game, he couldn't, he couldn't make a shot. Anybody who's betting on the Milwaukee Bucks to win the NBA championship, you may want to rethink that bet. The dude cannot create his own shot at the end of a game. Not when you put a couple of guys on him. Kawhi gets on Giannis. It's over. It's over. So, just throwing that out there. Kawhi can get his shot. That's for sure. LeBron can get his shot. But Giannis? Not there yet. Not quite there yet. Maybe one day. But look. It's a great weekend for the NBA. It's a great weekend for the fans. It's a great weekend for kids. Uh, Chicago is a real good spot for it, right? People just seem to, you know, to really enjoy their time. So I think out of all the all-star games, the NBA is obviously the best. I mean, the NFL, who cares about the Pro Bowl? Major League Baseball All-Star Game is like, eh, I don't know, by the the third inning, I'm done. And hockey, I can't even remember the last hockey All-Star Game I watched. So, I mean, NBA is clearly the best, and they do a really good job of of that weekend. It's well-produced, right? The NBA does a great job of producing it. So, we'll have to give them credit for that. I just wish it wasn't scripted. Produced is one thing. Scripted, yeah, I could... I could, uh, I could avoid that. All right, so there, there you have it on this. So let's take a quick look at. Um, oh, I want to talk about something else here. I want. I, I feel like I've been talking a lot about the Astros and this whole thing. So let's discuss this for a second. I was on the phone with a friend of mine today, and originally I was very angry that Rob Manfred from the the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Had given immunity to all the players. I was very angry about this. But I guess when I gave it some more thought, my friend said something that that struck me. If he didn't, we may not have a baseball. I mean, what do you do with the Astros? Do you suspend everybody? And what do you do about the guys who used to be on the Astros who now play in other teams? Do you suspend them too? I mean, can you can you really do that? I don't know. I, I know that it's a mess. But I guess they had to do it this way. But let me tell you something. I'm so done with Altuve did it, Altuve didn't, Cody Bellinger, Carlos Correa. It's all crap. Carlos Correa is a good friend of Altuve. I appreciate that. I like that. He's still lying. He didn't want to show his tattoo? Come on. Seriously. I was born at night. I wasn't born last night. I mean, it's just crazy. And I think what's even crazier is Correa goes on and says one thing. Miles Garrett goes on and talks about Mason Rudolph with the same thing. And nobody calls him on it. If Mason Rudolph said what Miles Garrett had said, do you not think it would have come out after the game? Come on. You don't think that they would have been? It would have been the first thing, the first thing that they said after the game. I mean, stop insulting our intelligence. I mean, seriously, people, we're not dopes. We're sports fans. I can't, I can't bear it anymore. All right, taking a little break. Come on back with football news right after this.
5: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: All right, we're back. It's Dr. Roto here with you. And I'm I'm still a little hot about that last segment there. I do feel I want to talk about this. I think that the thing with Carlos Correa and I think the thing with Miles Rudolph, uh, with Mason Rudolph, excuse me, are both insulting. I really find them insulting. And I don't know why more people haven't just said that. Why hasn't anybody just come out and said it straight up? And then, look, let me tell you a story. You and I go to commit a crime and you go, well, we go, we go to the store. I'll take it. a different. We go to the store together. We go to 7-Eleven and you go in and you say, hey, doc, you sit in the car, we sit in the car. You go in, you rob the store. You shoot the clerk. We get back in the car. We you go drive. I drive. We get stopped. Am I going to jail for murder? Yes, sir. Conspiracy to commit murder. But I didn't know you had a gun. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know that, right? It doesn't matter. Won't even get mitigating anything. I was in the car with you. The only way it happens is if I call the cops before and say, my friend is inside 7-Eleven with a gun. Please stop this. And it better stop it during the commission of the crime because if the crime happens, I'm still going to jail. Right? Why do I say this? Well, with the Houston Astros? Oh, Josh Reddick, he was innocent. He didn't do it. Oh, Tony Kemp, he didn't do it. Oh, Jose Altuve, he didn't do it. Well, you didn't do anything to stop it either. You didn't do anything to stop it. So you're complicit. Doesn't make you less guilty. You're all guilty. Every single last one of you. Guilty. Stop insulting my intelligence. Stop insulting my intelligence about the tattoo. We all can read lips, we all know what he said. The guy is basically going around, I mean, what does he have, Tweety Bird on him? Seriously. Come on. This was as crooked as crooked has ever been. And that Correa is saying that, it's just embarrassing. I mean, Adam Jones was on Twitter yesterday laughing. These guys think we're all idiots. If I look in the camera, like Carlos Correa, I look at it really hard, maybe you'll believe me. No, I don't believe you. I think I think you're a good friend. But I do think you're a liar. And the Miles Garrett thing blows my mind. Blows my mind. Because if that happened, I want you to think back about that night. And I want you to think about everything. Do you not think that if Mason Rudolph said those things about Miles Garrett, that any single person on the field would have heard it and said it? Any one of them. There are a lot of people in that field. You don't think one person would have heard it, or did Mason Rudolph just whisper it into Miles Garrity here? Shh, Miles, this is just for you. Psst, 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 psst. Racist comment. Racist comment. Racist comment. Seriously, do you think that's what happened? You don't. You think Mike Tomlin? You think Mike Tomlin would let this happen? Let me tell you something, guys. I know Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin would tear Mason Rudolph's head off. By himself. He doesn't need Miles Garrett. He, he'd do it worse. So there's no way, no way Mason Rudolph did that. No way. And I don't know who Miles Garrett attorney is, but it's not a very good one. Not a good one at all. Because that, then he says it again. He's opened himself up to a lawsuit. Look, it's done. Move on. Let's go. That's all you got to say. Sorry about what happened, it was a mistake, let's move on. Not, he said these things to me, he didn't. Because if he did, it would have come out any time before this, by the 10 or 20 or 30 different people who were on the field. How come he didn't say it to any one of your teammates? How come he didn't say it to your coach? How come he didn't say it to your agent? How come he didn't say it to anybody? Only you heard it, because he whispered it directly into your ear. crazy stop insulting our intelligence and the girl from ESPN the woman whoever was interviewing him sitting there why didn't you say that why didn't she say well how come you're the only person who heard it how come nobody asks good questions anymore hey Miles Garrett if this is true how come you're the only person that heard it how come nobody else how come you didn't say it right after I mean, come on! Stop insulting us! We are a forgiving people. We are, I believe we are. We have the power to forgive. You do something wrong, you apologize. I tell this to my kids all the time. To say something, you do something wrong, you tell me and your mother what you did, and we can get past it. It's when you lie to me that I'm really pissed off. Don't be lying to me, tell me the truth. Right, And then my son will say something like, well, I, you're going to be angry at me. Well, maybe I am. But we'll be, we'll be cool if you tell me the truth. It's when you don't tell me the truth, we will not be cool. We will be very uncool. I mean, just say the truth. I went berserk. I don't know why. I hit him in the head with a helmet. Okay. So let's get you some therapy, dude. I can work with that. Carlos Correa, we all cheated. What, you're trying to validate Altuve's MVP season? Come on. It's already invalidated. You're saying that doesn't validate it? Makes you seem like an idiot. And let me tell you something. Anybody who drafts Astros in fantasy baseball this year, good luck to you. Because if I'm any pitcher, I'm throwing at Astros this year. Throwing at them. I don't care what Dusty, Dusty Baker says. I am throwing at him. If you think between Altuve and Springer and Bregman that one of those guys doesn't break his wrist this year, you're nuts. I'm throwing it tight inside. I'm not going to throw at their head. Oh, no. I'm not going to throw at their leg. Oh, no. I'm going to throw real tight inside in their wrist. Oops. Did I break a finger? Oh, I'm sorry. Prove it. It's just a tight inside pitch. So, I don't know. I'd be real careful drafting our Astros. I can't imagine too many Astros on my team this year. I can't imagine it. I mean, what they did was horrific. And I'm still cool with Cody Bellinger, what he said. I'm fine with it. I am. I think he was the one who he, he was right. Carlos Correa, lying to us. Stop the lying. Just tell the truth. And we will be a compassionate people and forgive. That's what we do. That's what makes us human. Our ability to forgive and show compassion. But I just don't wanna be insulted Repeatedly, and repeatedly, and repeatedly. Whether it's baseball or football, I'm tired of it. Or even in basketball. This weekend. With the with the slam dunk, you're trying to manufacture it there. Stop insulting our intelligence. All right, football. Adam Schefter reports that the Lions have spoken to multiple teams about trading uh, Darius Slay. Darius Slay will not be a Lion. And it's a problem, but the problem is this. The Lions need a lot. Slay is going to cost a ton of money. And it's almost a luxury. I mean, it's almost a luxury. And that's the problem, is that Detroit's going to want a Jalen Ramsey kind of deal. I just don't know if that kind of deal exists. Right? I don't know whether that deal exists. But a deal will exist. I think they're going to want a first rounder. I don't know if they're going to get it. Probably for sure get a second rounder. Right? Because the truth of the matter is, is that they know the Lions don't want to pay this guy? See, teams already know this, right? The Rams gave up two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick. I, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, right? So, I would think maybe a first, but I think a couple seconds. But he won't be a lion. If he is a lion, he won't be playing, and then the Lions will be worse off because he's not going to play unless he gets mega millions. And then the Lions can't afford whatever else they need. Darius Slay, you know, that's the problem. You sit there and you say to yourself this. You say, why would the Lions trade Darius Slay? And that's a really good question. And the reason is this, because they have so many other deficiencies. They have so many other deficiencies that by trading him, it's quantity over quality. Right? It's quantity over quality. Quality, you know, it's hard to find in the NFL. Now, I may want the quality, but the problem is by the time I get my rest of the team to be good, Slay may be gone anyway. So I got to try to do what I can do for him. But I, I think you trade him before the draft. You try to trade him in March. Get as much as you possibly can for him. Try to make a deal. Go into the draft with more picks and see what you can do. Problem is, Lions historically are not great drafters. They're just not great drafters. Some teams historically are great drafters. Some teams aren't. You kind of know when the Lions make a pick, you're like, yeah, it may not work out. It may not work out. Some teams you don't feel that way. Some teams you're like, oh, yeah, they're gonna, this guy's going to be good. So I don't think Slay... Slay to the Eagles? Oh, man, the Eagles need Slay. That would be nice. I think that's a really good fit. We'll see if it happens. All right, I've got some more football news, and then I've got some baseball news. And I'm doing a baseball draft. I got a lot to cover. I'm Dr. Roto, and I'll be back with you right after this.
5: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Sean, I'm
3: doing the uh, Towers draft here, and my man Craig Mitch drafted Alex Bregman. Very, very dangerous move, I think. What round?
4: I don't know if i draft drafting
3: Astros in round one. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I mean, I know Mish knows what he's doing. He's very good at baseball, but I don't know. I mean, maybe Mish's argument is in a 15-team league at 13, that's still good value. But don't you think they're going to throw it at their heads?
4: No, because Manfred said uh, if they do, he's going to punish them severely.
3: Yeah, then he'll throw at their wrist.
4: There'll be some retaliation.
3: I don't know. I don't know. There'll be some. Oh, just oh, Justin Verlander just went. This draft is flying by.
4: So, so wait, wait. So, put it in context. Who did he draft yeah. Bregman over?
3: Who was on the board? Um, he could have had Justin Verlander. He could have had that's fair. Max uh, Scherzer, yeah. Walker Buehler, positional um, players. Jose Ramirez. Yeah. yeah, I think I would have drafted uh, Walker Buehler. Okay. Okay. Just saying, but maybe if Mish gets him on the way back, then he's a genius.
4: Well, Mish right. is a genius. So we, let's not debate that, but
3: might okay, not be. A that, good pick. It's not an if, right? Right. It's, not an it's if. a. It's a true. Okay, <laughs> that's true geniusness. All right, we'll be, I'll be talking about this draft. So this is a, a draft and hold draft, uh, this Tout Wars draft and hold, which basically is a draft Champions League where it's 23 starters and then 27 reserve guys, and there's no free agency during the season. So basically, you know, good luck. Here's the first round. Ooh, somebody else just won. Okay, so here's the first round. Mike Trout went one. Kristen Yelich went two. Matt Modica took Acuna at three. I'm sure he was excited about that. Cody Bellinger went four. DeGrom went five. Cole went six. Mookie Betts went seven. Oh my God, that's a gift. Lindor went eight. Juan Soto nine. I took Trevor Story at 10. Arenado at 11. Trey Turner at 12. Alex Bregman at thirteen, Justin Verlander at fourteen, Fast Freddie Freeman. Say that one quickly, Fast Freddy Freeman, Freeman. At fifteen, so that is what we have at this point. So the first round we started at one o'clock. Whoa, he just gave me another pick. Aaron Judge just went. So the the team that took um, Anderson took. I'm uh, sorry, the team that took Freeman has Aaron Judge as well. So now our friend Mike Florio is on the clock. And then Craig Misch will be up next after that. And I am four picks away and then my pick. I will say there are about th- four guys I like. So hopefully all four guys don't get picked before I go. And then I will be um, happy about that. I don't really I don't know this draft room very well. How do I see anything in this draft room? Oh, I have to see. I have to see.
4: Is there evidence? going to a new a doc. Is there evidence doc? that Bregman cheated in uh, two thousand eighteen
3: and nineteen? Not that I know of. All right. Well, but I that doesn't mean don't. he wasn't complicit. Yeah, I think they cheated.
4: But if they cheated in seventeen, then they probably cheated in eighteen and nineteen, right? Because if you look at his numbers, well, I mean, he, don't you think in 19 last was year was his cheating. best number. So if he didn't, if they didn't cheat at 19, he, yeah, that's a great pick at 13. I guess that's my point.
3: Unless you think there's going to be retaliation. So what, you're afraid of you don't injury? Think you, I, you don't. I'm just saying, if I'm a pitcher, if I'm a pitcher, you don't think I'm throwing at the Astros? You don't think a Chapman is going to throw at the Astros? No, he'll be suspended
4: for like 30 games. No, he's not going to do that.
3: I don't think. Y- Come on, right? seriously.
4: Maybe some scrub like will throw at him, but not his head.
3: He, they're not gonna, no, I don't think so. I don't. Ha, have you I ever don't. done fan tracks before? No. 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 Have you done fan tracks? No. This is this draft is on fan tracks. How do I see a whole thing? How do I see a uh, what you call it? A a a board. I don't know this. I don't know this very well. I'm a little confused by this. But I'll, I'll figure that. I'm looking for the grid. You know what I'm saying? The grid. I see Hold on, the board, we have Frank Sanford here.
4: He, he could help you out.
3: Oh, that, Frank, how do I see the grid? Jeff Erickson tweeted a link, he said. Uh, d- what, no, if I'm, on the, I'm in the draft, how do I see the grid? <laughs> if I and fan tracks. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I mean, like, how, how do we uh, do a light bulb, too? So yeah, all right. so Doug Anderson said he wanted to get an ace but he doesn't trust Scherzer's health enough. Doug Anderson's a very good player. Very good player. All right, maybe Mish knows how. I'll have to figure this out. I Brilliant, I, he's I, I brilliant. I, uh, That's Mish. Mish is brilliant. He is. Yeah, Mish is a good man, very smart man. So we'll have to see. All right, but uh, that take? is Wait, the first round. Who did you take with your first round pick? I took Trevor Story.
4: Which pick? 10. 10. Over Bregman,
3: mm. shortstop though. What do you think Gray Albright said? Greg Albright said that I should take Trevor Story at seven. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Well, if Gray Albright Gray says Albright. it, yeah, you're I, happy I, with that pick though. That's that's
4: what I'm looking at. You're happy. I am
3: happy with that pick. Good. Okay. That's yeah. what all. That's all that counts. There's three. Guys. I was going to take him, Trey Turner, or Walker Buehler. But I mean, I don't love Bueller there. I don't really want to go with a pitcher first. I, love I really don't. Steal
4: bases from uh, Turner, though.
3: I know, but let's say Turner pulls a hamstring. What's he? Yeah, what's that he very worth injury me
4: prone. Correct. Yeah, it's
3: fair. It's fair. Very, right. So, Higher and then upside, he doesn't though. have enough any power. Yeah, but 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 he has doesn't have enough power. You're you're behind in RBIs. You're behind in in home runs. Right. And if he doesn't steal fifty bases, then you're screwed.
4: Well, if he doesn't stay healthy, you're screwed. Yes, because he'll still 50 if he's healthy. Um, if let's... he's
3: healthy, right? But but you know injuries his Look, he drawing, played 162 games
4: in 2018.
3: Look, mm-hmm. I'm saying is when you've got a guy like that, story story's full floor is 2020. That's his floor. His ceiling is 4030. Interesting. Right? Yeah, Turner's ceiling is not 40-30. No, no. Absolutely. Turner's ceiling is
4: 20-50. Right. Right? It's fair.
3: So, yeah. so Doug, Doug has basically said he took Freeman and Judge, and then he said he wanted to get an ace, but he didn't trust Scherzer. He knew Judge wouldn't make it back around. And that's how you have to think when you're drafting. Is taking Aaron Judge at 16 overall too early? Well, maybe. But he wasn't getting back to Doug. So you got to take who you want to take. This is what people forget about in snake drafts. You can't worry about the right time to take a guy. If Aaron Judge is the 28th guy an ADP, but you're picking at 16. He's not making it back to you. So you got to take him. If you like him that much, if you like him that much, you take him. That's that's the right move. Right? And I think people forget that. They get very tight with ADP. They get very tight. And they go, oh, I don't want to take a guy too soon. I don't know. And then you take the guy who's supposedly the number 17 player. And then maybe you're like, oh, I, I, Aaron Judge is going to be great. Well, when you're picking on the turns, you have to be more aggressive. Now, Doug Anderson is a very good player. He's a very, Good fantasy baseball player. Could he lose this year? Absolutely. But you got to go for the win. When you're picking 15 in a 15 team league, you go for the win. Now, sad to say this, even as good a player as Doug is, I think he's probably got an 80% chance of losing. True. Probably has an 80% chance of losing. But you got to go for that 20%. You got to go for it. And that's the right move. You go for it and you try to see, and you try to make it happen, right? You do what you, what you can do. And that's, and you know, you, you do the best you can with the picks that you have. But it's not easy to win at pick 15 because you have to almost have a perfect draft, right? And it's hard to be perfect. It's hard to be perfect tell my wife that every night. It's not easy for me. Kidding. <laughs> right. But the truth is, is that she <laughs>
4: you are terrible.
3: My wife heard that she really like, probably <laughs> laughing at her all the, all you're... the day. <laughs>
4: <You're funny.
3: laughs> it's true. Uh, so you know, that's why when you pick the edges, that you have to be be smart and, and, and aggressive. And that's what people fail to do. And I think that that's why when you mock draft, it's important to mock draft at different places so you can see what it's like in terms of, let me go and draft at 11, let me draft at 12, let me draft at 13, let me draft at six, let me draft at five, let me see what's out there, let me see what I I need to do, who's gonna be out there for me and when, Right? In in some cases, it's easy. Doug knows. Doug knew that Judge wasn't gonna be there. Sometimes you don't know. In this case, you do. In this case, you gotta be aggressive. But Aaron Judge is a second round pick. Where's he gonna go? The first pick of the second round or the last. If you want him, you gotta take him early. Right? You want your guy, go get him. That's my best advice to you. If you want your guy, go get him. Because it's your team, you're the general manager, you're the the guy who, you know, you're happiest, best. Go for the guy that you want. I love it. Go get your guy. Don't look back at a draft and wish that you had gotten him. Then you'll all be like, oh, I wish I got this guy. You know what, don't live life that way. Live life aggressively. Go get the guy you want. Maybe you lose a league. That's cool, you did your best. Figure it out next year. Figure out your mistakes next year. But don't lose your draft because you weren't aggressive. Okay? All right, we're going to take a little time out. We'll come on back, talk more fantasy sports on Full-Time Fantasy right after this.
5: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast,
3: or wherever you get your podcast. I can't tell you my thought process on my next pick, Sean. I just can't. Our friend Craig Mish is picking next. What if he You know what? I'm going to give you the reverse thought process. You want to hear it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
4: Yes, yes. Let's hear it.
3: If I am Craig Mish, let's see. I found the draft grid. That's good. Thank God. He took Bregman. Interesting. So he's got no speed. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Not a lot of speed here at this point. Maybe, ooh. If you're him, would you take Scherzer, Bueller, Bieber, Do you take Tatis, Rendon, J.D. Martinez? How about if he takes Altuve and he goes all all in on the Astros? He's not doing that. I'd love that. He's not doing that. Oh, come on. Come on. That's what he should do. Um, Yeah, it's a tough pick right here. It's a tough pick. Because there's nobody here I'm loving, but there are a lot of guys I'm like okay with. But uh, I'm sure he'll figure it out. Very smart player. And he knows things. He gets a lot of scoops during spring training too. I'd probably pick Jonathan VR here because he is a Marlin guy. <laughs> VR was he good. He was good Marlins, for the, what, the O's people. last year, right? He played for the
4: O's. Yeah, he's a good yeah. player. Why would they he's get rid of him? Yeah.
3: Who knows what that team? Yeah, is? Yeah, I don't know. under no, credit. Is huh? Disturbing. Yeah. Under fifty-six
4: and a half wins for the O's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we, really? Under forty six oh, we, we, we gotta yeah. We gotta do the win totals. We we definitely do. Really? Under fifty six. Do you have half. those win I do? I
3: would well look, I do have them, yes. You have all the win totals? Yes. All right, give me the A let's do the AL East. Give me the win totals of the AL East. Yankees one oh one and a half.
4: Over. Really? Over? That's a lot. You know that's yes. a lot of wins. They won hundred and three last year. As you know.
3: Okay, so I think they'll get one oh two to one oh four.
4: Okay. All right. The Boston Red Sox, eighty-four and a half.
3: I'm going to go under. Okay.
4: Most people are going under. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I think to the go? Red Sox are in big trouble because their pitching staff is terrible. That is terrible.
4: Crap. All right. Let's go with the. Come on, Tampa. I'm looking for Tampa. All right, Toronto. You want Toronto first? All right, t- Toronto, yeah, Toronto, seventy-four and a half. Oh, over. Definitely an over. Really? They have no pitching. Ryu, yeah. that's about it.
3: I know, but the hitting is good. Yeah, but is Guerrero is okay. and, and
4: Biggio and Bichette going to realize their potential this year? All of them?
3: Yeah, but seven, they've you know, 75
4: games. They have no they outfield. Who the hell's sitting in the outfield?
3: Yeah. All right. Chuck. Ugh. T.O. T-O Scar Hernandez. <laughs> is he any all good? Right. All right. Go Tampa. Ahead. Ready for Tampa? No. 90 and a half. Wait, wait, hold on. I, oh. I was going to say 92. I was gonna wow, say Tampa. So going over. I'll take the over. Yeah, I'll Yuck. take the over. Oh god. Yuck.
4: Yeah, I mean the one ninety six last the team, year. They, haven't, they
3: traded. What's they the name? They get to play the Orioles eighty seven times. They traded Fam, the glue, the glue of that fam. clubhouse. Fam. Oh, this team is so much better without Fam. Is, a, is surly. He had a great year. No, the, guys don't like. Yeah, but the guys about. don't like Sam. The guys don't like Fam. But he had a great.
4: He he's had not, a great year. He's not they, family. He's not fam. No. He's not yes he. All right, all right. Orioles, no Dylan Bundy, 56-and-a-half. Taking under. I know. I'm taking the under, I think, too. What's, what's, it, the low, what's the lowest I think ever? they might be the, lo- the lowest ever. I have no
3: idea. The lowest this year? Is, we, no, do we know the lowest win total ever of all time?
4: No. Of all time, 40 I mean, wins.
3: 40 wins. New York Mets. 40, is it 40? Yeah. All right, so John Means is their star, is their number one. Alex not a bad Cobb. number one?
4: Not a bad number one?
3: Okay, Alex Means Cobb. would be the number five on almost every other team. I oh, had a 3.60 Alex ERA. No, it's terrible. Okay. Well, he didn't pitch last Asher year. Asher Wojciechowski yeah. is terrible. Yeah, yeah, he is. Wade LeBlanc, LeBlanc <laughs> is terrible. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Cole Stewart is terrible. These yeah. guys are terrible. And then the bullpen, <laughs> terrible. They don't have one good pitcher. They, they,
4: yeah, you're right. They have one. Means. Means is good. Is he good? Yeah, he's, he's good. good. He was a rookie last year. The Tigers are at 56 and a half wins, too. I
3: think I like the Tigers better. What about the Tigers do you like? Oh, I'll t- you want to know what about the Tigers I like? Miguel Cabrera? I'm glad no, you I'm asked me kidding. that question, my friend. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Their prospects. Cameron Matt Mabin's Manning back. No, i just kidding. <laughs> Listen to me. Matt Manning and Casey Mize are good. They're good. They're not good. No, they're great. Matt Manning and Casey Mize are great. All right, but those guys will be the top. Austin of the Hayes is great for a He's, long
4: time. He plays for the O's. Are you on drugs? <laughs> I mean, come on. Nunez is great. Mancini's great. great. Chris Davis is a great Hanson oh
3: <laughs> All right, Matt Manning and Casey Mize. In a couple, in like two years, you're gonna be like, "Wow, these guys are good." The All problem right, is the, the rest of that rotation yeah. is stinky right, poopo. Right,
4: right, right, right. But same thing with Guerrero, Bichette. No, but they're good. Bichette. Yeah.
3: Well, that's true. But but here here, do you know? You don't even know the best pitcher on the entire Blue Jays roster, do you? Anderson. Nate Pearson.
4: Okay. Bethan Ryu. You know who that is? No. Do you I even don't. know who that is? I don't. Nate
3: Pearson fires 100 miles an hour. I don't know who that is. You could be making him up. I would not know. You're going to want to know who he is. All right. Let's just say, okay, ready. So in AAA, he had. A, we'll do it. I'll do AA first. AA, 16 starts, 62 innings, 41 hits, 69 strikeouts. Nice. 21 walks. Then he went up to AAA, started three games, 18 innings, 12 hits. 15 strikeouts, three walks. The guy's a real deal. He's a real deal. So if if they're competing, they can go Ryu, Roark, Yamaguchi, Pearson. I think the Blue Jays over for 75 is interesting to me. I do. Oh, interesting. Right. I think the offense is very good. The offense is very. Danny Jansen, good. Yeah. Bigio good. Right. Guerrero, good. Ah, Bichette, Bichette, not good. good. But go ahead. Derek Fisher, good. Gurriel, good. It's not a bad team. A uh, Gurriel, yeah,
4: yeah. Lord is Gurriel. Yeah. It's intriguing. Well, Biggio yeah. has to perform though. before we, like, you know, say he's, uh, I'll tell
3: you. Good. Can I tell you a bet he's that I would good. take? I think this. Well, I don't know what odds I could get on this. I like Bo But Bichette, I would take though. the bet yeah. that the blue, the Blue Jays finish higher than the Red Sox. I like that. I was. That was going to be my question. All right. Yeah. All right. That's a good. I'll bet. take the Red Sox. What, you can take the, can get the Blue Jays. You
4: ready? I'll take the Red okay, Sox. Deal. You can take the Blue Jays. Deal?
3: Okay. Okay. a pizza, a pizza pie. No.
4: Okay. Pizza. But that's it. That's, <laughs> that's a good bet.
3: All right. I'm. I'm done. What? what, what odds could I get on that in Vegas? Though? I don't know,
4: but uh, the Red Sox are winning can, more
3: games. Can you in make Toronto. a bet like that in Vegas? I, I don't know. Dude, I mean, you like Mitch Moreland. Here's, here's the Mitch Red Sox Moreland. infield. Stop. Mitch Moreland and Jose Peraza. What don't you like about Benintendi? It's Not that good. I like Benintendi, but he's yeah. not great. Uh, Bogarts? I mean, they ju- Alex Verdugo has a stress fracture in his back. That's not good. And they just had to sign Kevin Pillar. When yeah, you're signing Kevin look, Pillar, yeah. that's yeah. never good. They already good. have Pillar, Jackie Bradley Jr.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> Defensive well, center field. Yeah,
3: um, no, well, that's true. They can't hit, but they can field. Yeah, they have. Because the pitchers are going to let up a lot of hits. They better Devers. know how to field. Devers could hit. I like Devers. Right, but I mean, all right. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. I want you to name me. Don't mm-hmm. name me Chris Sale, and don't name me Eduardo Rodriguez. Evaldi? Name me all the rest of that rotation. Nathan Ivaldi. Okay. Okay. Who else?
4: Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez. I said you can't name him. Oh, you
3: can't I name him. I told you can't name him. Chris Sale. Yeah. That's, that's one, two, three. Can't name him. I told you, you can't name Sale either. Basella's gone. Basella's gone. You mean the uh, other three?
4: Um, David Price is gone.
3: Right. Okay. Yep. Brandon Workman's yep. in the bullpen now. A uh, he's a closer. Dude, um, you're looking at Martin Perez and Hector Velasquez. That's how bad it is. This <laughs> is not very good. No, it's not. It's not. But they're going to mash.
4: Good. That's still better than the Blue Jays. That's, I mean, they're not winning the championship. They're going to mash. Jackie Bradley hasn't mashed no, anything no. but a potato. He's a defensive outfielder. I <laughs> you're right. You're so right. he's not mashing? Well, Devers mashed. Kevin Pillar's
3: not a masher.
4: Ben attendees hasn't reached can't
3: hit, hit a lefty to save his life. It's okay. He only plays against righties. And Andrew Benetendi, let me ask you this question, okay? He hasn't reached How many his potential. How many runs did he hit last year? How uh, many it was, it wasn't great. Year? It wasn't great. He hasn't reached his potential. In 15. A were guys, in a year where guys – 13 when a year where guys sure. like pinging 40, he's He's a doubles 13. hitter. Stop. What was, his, what was his batting average? Oh, boy. Uh,
4: what was his batting
3: average? You're putting average? me on the spot. Right, what do you
4: think Off it was? the top of my head? What do you, give me a guess. I'll, I'll, 285. I'll, I'll give you a plus or 285. Minus 266. Hey, listen, he has the potential to be great. Guys, poo-poo. Better. No, he's poo-poo. not. Poo-poo. Bogarts is poo-poo? No, no. Ben
3: I'm saying that's not their best hitter, Bogarts, though. Was, well, No, second. Bogarts I like. Yeah. Bogarts I like. See, Bogarts, I, Bogarts and I'll tell you something interesting here, because I always go to the spring training games because I live about a mile from there. You know what happens? Bogarts got big. One off season. he got big and like put on a lot of size, and then all of a sudden he started hitting home runs. He went from 10 home runs to 23, and then he jacked out 33. But you could tell. He just looked bigger. Ben Attendee needs to get a little stronger, too. How about going to the gym, my dude? I don't know. I, I, I don't think any team is ever best when you give up your best player. Right? When you give up Mookie Betts, how are you going to be great? Oh! Mish, what did Mish pick? Mish J. took JD Martinez. Yes. Nice. I like it. I like
4: it. Who'd you pick?
3: Good you job.
4: Take. And you're going. All with? right.
3: So there's. What's that? Where are you going? Are you I'm next? not telling you. No, it's Jeff Manns oh. and then Jeff Bogus, and then me. Oh, you can't. So uh, Jeff
4: Manns is, yeah,
3: he's a shark. He's unpredictable. It's
4: unpredictable. Is you it? never uh, know what
3: Jeff Mans is going to do. Uh, yeah,
4: that's good. That's good.
3: I, I, I don't want. You're not playing well, with any chumps in this league. league.
4: You have no like bad players. Usually, have, this, like, is one
3: wars, yeah. this is Tow Wars, dude. this is Tow Wars. Yeah, is yeah, Mike Cordano the Best. This the best. <laughs> no, he's not. No. Sorry, Mike is one of the greatest guys ever, but he may not be the greatest fantasy baseball player. Is that ever. right? Well, he loves pitching, though. He loves his pitching. If Mike <laughs> was drafting the first eight I'm rounds, tell, of he pitches, I'm going to tell Mike.
4: How is he not in this
3: Tow Wars? Yeah, just say that. All yeah. right, time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the co The office is closed, my friends. Well, appreciate you guys listening. Thanks, Sean, for everything. And, of course, guys, we'll be back tomorrow talking more fantasy sports. All right, guys, wishing you a great day. This is Dr. Rotos saying be well. Take care.
5: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars for is